Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Thank you, Director Mueller. I recognize myself for five minutes. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes, changes the world. The world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children were being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, eight billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change, change their, their lives, lives forever. forever. Well, that didn't happen, and here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 257 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless us. May God bless us. Dr. Muller, your report describes a sweeping and systematic effort by Russia to influence our presidential election. Is that correct? That is correct. And during the course of this Russian interference in the election, the Russians made outreach to the Trump campaign, did they not? Uh, that occurred over the course of, yeah, that occurred. 
It's also clear from your report that during that Russian outreach to the Trump campaign, no one associated with the Trump campaign ever called the FBI to report it. Am I right? I don't know that for sure. In fact, the campaign welcomed the Russian help, did they not? I think we have. We report in our uh, in the report uh, indications that that occurred. Yes. The president's son said when he was approached about dirt on Hillary Clinton that the Trump campaign would love it. Uh, that is uh, generally what was said. Yes. The president himself called on the Russians to hack Hillary's emails. Uh, there was a statement by the president and those general lines. And numerous times during the campaign, the president praised the releases of the Russian hacked emails through WikiLeaks. That, well, that did occur. Your report found that the Trump campaign planned, quote, a press strategy, communications campaign, and messaging, unquote, based on that Russian assistance. I am not familiar with that. That language comes from volume one, page 54. Apart from the Russians wanting to help Trump win, several individuals associated with the Trump campaign were also trying to make money during the campaign in transition. Is that correct? That is true. Paul Manafort was trying to make money or achieve debt forgiveness from a Russian oligarch? Generally, that is accurate. Michael Flynn was trying to make money from Turkey? True. Donald Trump was trying to make millions from a real estate deal in Moscow? To the extent you're talking about the, uh, the uh, hotel in uh, Moscow? Yes. Yes. When your investigation looked into these matters, numerous Trump associates lied to your team, the grand jury, and to Congress? number uh, of persons that we interviewed in uh, our investigation, it turns out, did lie. Mike Flynn lied? Uh, he was convicted of lying, yes. George Papadopoulos was convicted of lying? True. Paul Manafort was convicted of lying? True. Paul Manafort was... In fact, went so far as to encourage other people to lie? That is accurate. Manafort's deputy, Rick Gates, lied? That is accurate. Michael Cohen, the president's lawyer, was indicted for lying? True. He lied to stay on message with the president? Allegedly by him. And when Donald Trump called your investigation a witch hunt, that was also false, was it not? I'd like to think so, yes. Well, your investigation is not a witch hunt, is it? It is not a witch hunt. When the president said the Russian interference was a hoax, that was false, wasn't it? True. When he said it publicly, it was false? Uh, he, he did uh, say publicly that it was false, yes. And when he told it to Putin, that was false too, wasn't it? That I'm not familiar with. When the president said he had no business dealings with Russia, that was false, wasn't it? I'm not going to go into the details of uh, the report that... Uh, uh, along those lines. Well, when the, pressure, when the president said he had no business dealings with Russia, in fact, he was seeking to build a Trump Tower in Moscow, was he not? I think there is some question about when this was uh, accomplished. Well, you would consider a billion-dollar deal to build a tower in Moscow to be business dealings, wouldn't you, Director Mueller? Yeah, absolutely. In short, your investigation found evidence that Russia wanted to help Trump win the election, right? I think generally uh, that would be accurate. Russia informed campaign officials of that? I'm not certain to what uh, conversations you're referring to. Well, through an intermediary, they informed Papadopoulos that they could help with the anonymous release of stolen emails? Accurate. Russia committed federal crimes in order to help Donald Trump? Uh, when you're talking about the computer crimes uh, in the charge yes. in our case, absolutely. 
The Trump campaign officials built their strategy, their messaging strategy around those stolen documents? Uh, I'm, I, generally, that's true. And then they lied to cover it up? Generally, that's true. Thank you, uh, Mr. Nunes. Thank you. Welcome, Director. As a former FBI director, you'd agree that the FBI is the world's most capable law enforcement agency? I would say we're, yes. The FBI claims the counterintelligence investigation of the Trump campaign began on July 31, 2016. But in fact, it began before that. In June 2016, before the investigation officially opened, Trump campaign associates Carter Page and Stephen Miller, a current Trump advisor, were invited to attend a symposium at Cambridge University in July 2016. Your office, however, did not investigate who was responsible for inviting these Trump associates to this symposium. Your investigators also failed to interview Stephen Schrage, an American citizen who helped organize the event and invited Carter Page to it. Is that correct? Uh, can you repeat the question? Whether or not uh, you uh, interviewed Stephen Schrage, who organized the Cambridge. Okay, I'm, in those areas, I am going to uh, stay away from. The first Trump associate to be investigated was General Flynn. Many of the allegations against him stem from false media reports that he had an affair with a Cambridge academic, Svetlana Lokova, and that Lokova was a Russian spy. Some of these allegations were made public in a 2017 article written by British intelligence historian Christopher Andrew. Your report fails to reveal how or why Andrew and his collaborator Richard Dearlove, former head of Britain's MI6, spread these allegations. And you failed to interview Svetlana Lokova about these matters. Is that correct? I'm going to get, I'm not going to get into those uh, matters to which you uh, uh, refer. You had a team of 19 lawyers, uh, 40 agents, uh, and an unlimited budget, correct, Mr. Mueller? I would not say we had an unlimited budget. Let's continue with the ongoing or the opening of the investigation, supposedly on July 31st, 2016. The investigation was not open based on an official product from Five Eyes Intelligence, but based on a rumor conveyed by Alexander Downer. On volume one, page 89, your report describes him blandly as a representative of a foreign government. But he was actually a longtime Australian politician, not a military or intelligence official who had previously arranged a $25 million donation to the Clinton Foundation and has previous ties to Dearlove. So Downer conveys a rumor he supposedly heard about a conversation between Papadopoulos and Joseph Mifsud. James Comey has publicly called Mifsud a Russian agent, yet your report does not refer to Mifsud as a Russian agent. Mifsud has extensive contacts with Western governments and the FBI. For example, there is a recent photo of him standing next to Boris Johnson, the new Prime Minister of Great Britain. What we're trying to figure out here, Mr. Mueller, is if our NATO allies or Boris Johnson have been compromised. So we're trying to figure out, Comey says Mifsud is a Russian agent, you do not. So is, do you stand by what's in the report? I stand by that which is in the report and not so necessarily with that which is, un, uh, which is not in the report. I want to return to Mr. Downer. 
He denies that Papadopoulos mentioned anything to him about Hillary Clinton's emails. And in fact, Mifsud denies mentioning to them pop to, that to Papadopoulos. He denies that Papadopoulos mentioned anything to him about Hillary Clinton's emails. And in fact, Mifsud denies mentioning to them to Papadopoulos in the first place. So how does the FBI know to continually ask Papadopoulos about Clinton's emails for the rest of 2016? Even more strangely, your sentencing memo on Papadopoulos blames him for hindering the FBI's ability to potentially detain or arrest Mifsud. But the, tr the truth is, Mifsud waltzed in and out of the United States in December 2016. The US media could find him, the Italian press found him, and he's a supposed Russian agent at the epicenter of the purported collusion conspiracy. He's the guy who knows about Hillary Clinton's emails and that the Russians have them. But the FBI failed to question him for a half a year after officially opening the investigation. And then according to volume one, page 193 of your report, once Mifsud finally was questioned, he made false statements to the FBI. But you declined to charge him. Is that correct? You did not indict Mr. Mifsud? Well, I, I'm not going to speak to the series of uh, happenings as you articulated them. But you did not indict Mr. Mifsud. Time of the gentleman has expired. Uh, pardon? You did not indict Mr. Mifsud. True. Mr. Himes. Director Mueller, thank you for your lifetime of service to this country, and thank you for your perseverance and patience today. Director, your report opens with two statements of remarkable clarity and power. The first statement is one that is, as of today, not acknowledged by the President of the United States, and that is, quote, the Russian government interfered in the 2016 presidential election in sweeping and systematic fashion. The second statement remains controversial amongst members of this body, same page on your report, and I quote, the Russian government perceived it would benefit from a Trump presidency and work to secure that outcome. Do I have that statement right? I believe so. Director Mueller, this attack on our democracy involved, as you said, two operations. First, a social media disinformation campaign this was tar a targeted campaign to spread false information on places like Twitter and Facebook. Is that correct? That's correct. Facebook estimated, as per your report, that the Russian fake images reached 126 million people. Is that correct? I believe that's the sum that we record. Director, who did the Russian social media campaign ultimately intend to benefit? Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? Donald Trump. The second operation, Director. Let me just say, Donald Trump, but there were instances where Hillary Clinton was subject to much the same behavior. The second operation in the Russian attack was a scheme, what we call the, the hack and dump, to steal and release hundreds of thousands of emails from the Democratic Party and the Clinton campaign. Is that a fair summary? That is. Did your investigation find that the releases of the hacked emails were strategically timed to maximize impact on the election? I'd have to refer you to the, uh, our report on, on that question. Page 36, I quote, the release of the documents was designed in time to interfere with the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Mr. Mueller, which presidential candidate was Russia's hacking and dumping operation designed to benefit, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? Uh, Mr. Mr. Trump. Mr. Mueller, is it possible that this sweeping and systematic effort by Russia actually had an effect on the outcome of the presidential election? 
Those issues are being uh, or have been uh, investigated by other entities. 126 million Facebook impressions, fake rallies, attacks on Hillary Clinton's health. Um, would you rule out that it might have had some effect on the election? Uh, I'm not going to speculate. Mr. Mueller, your report describes a third avenue of attempted Russian interference. That is the numerous links and contacts between the Trump campaign and individuals tied to the Russian government. Is that correct? Uh, could you repeat that question? Your report describes what is called a third avenue of Russian interference, and that's the links and contacts between the Trump campaign and individuals tied to the Russian government. Yes. Let's bring up slide one, which is uh, about George Papadopoulos, and it reads, on May 6, 2016, 10 days after that meeting with Mifsud, much discussed today, Papadopoulos suggested to a representative of a foreign government that the Trump campaign had received indications from the Russian government that it could assist the campaign through the anonymous release of information that would be damaging to Hillary Clinton. And, Director, that's exactly what happened two months later, is it not? Well, I can speak to the, the excerpt that you have on the screen as being accurate from the report, but not the second half of your question. Well, the, well, the second half, just to refer to page six of the report, is that on July 22nd, through WikiLeaks, thousands of these emails that were, that were stolen by the Russian government appeared, correct? That's on page six of the report. This is the WikiLeaks posting of those emails. I, I can't find it quickly, but I'm, uh, I'm, please continue. Okay. So just to be clear, before the public or the FBI ever knew, the Russians previewed for a Trump campaign official, George Papadopoulos, that they had stolen emails that they could release anonymously to help Donald Trump and hurt Hillary Clinton. Is that correct? I'm not going to speak to, uh, to, to that. Director, Rather than report this contact with Joseph Massoud and the notion that there was dirt that the campaign could use, rather than report that to the FBI that I think most of my constituents would expect an individual to do, Papadopoulos, in fact, lied about his Russian contacts to you. Is that not correct? That's true. <clears throat> we have an election coming up in 2020, Director. If a campaign receives an offer of dirt from a foreign individual or a government, generally speaking, should that campaign report those contacts? Should be, it can be, depending on the circumstances of crime. Um, I, I will yield back the balance of my time. Mr. Conaway. Thank you. <clears throat> Mr. Baller, did anyone ask you to exclude anything from your report that you felt should have been in the report? I, I, I don't think so. But uh, it was a, it's, it's not a small report. I don't want to ask you specifically to, to exclude something that you believe should have been in there. That, you not that I can recall, no. I yield the balance of my time to Mr. Reckler. Thank you. Thank the gentleman for yielding. Good afternoon, Director Mueller. Uh, in your May 29th press conference, and again in your opening remarks this morning, you made it pretty clear you wanted the special counsel report to speak for itself. Uh, you said at your press conference that uh, that was the office's final position, and we will not comment on any other conclusions or hypotheticals about the president. Now, you spent the last few hours of your life um, from Democrats trying to get you to answer all kinds of uh, hypotheticals about the president, and I expect that it may continue for the next few hours of your life. Um, I think you've stayed pretty much true to what your intent and desire uh, was, but I guess regardless of that, 
the special counsel's office is closed and it has no continuing jurisdiction or authority so what would be your authority or jurisdiction for adding new conclusions or determinations to the special counsel's written report as the latter uh, i don't uh, know or expect uh, changes and conclusions that we uh, included in our uh, in our report so to that point, you addressed one of the issues that, that I needed to, which was from your testimony this morning, which some construed as a change to the written report. You talked about the exchange that you had with Congressman Liu. I wrote it down a little bit different. I want to ask you about it so that the record's perfectly clear. I recorded that he asked you, quote, the reason you did not indict Donald Trump is because of the OLC opinion stating you cannot indict a sitting president, to which you responded, that is correct. That, that response is inconsistent. I think you'll agree with uh, your written report. Uh, I want to be clear that it is not your intent to change your written report. It is your intent to clarify the record to that. Well, as I started uh, today, this afternoon, and uh, added a, a, either a footnote or an endnote, uh, uh, what I wanted to clarify is the fact that we did not make any determination uh, with regard to culpability in any way. We did not start that process down uh, down the road. Terrific. Thank you for clarifying the record. A stated purpose of your appointment as special counsel was to ensure a full and thorough investigation of the Russian government efforts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. As part of that full and thorough investigation, what determination did the special counsel office make about whether the Steele dossier was part of the Russian government efforts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election? Uh, again, when it comes to Mr. Steele, uh, I defer to the Department of Justice. Well, first of all, Director, I, I very much agree with your determination that Russia's efforts were sweeping and systematic. I think it should concern every American. That's why I want to know just how sweeping and systematic those efforts were. I want to find out if Russia interfered with our election by providing false information through sources to Christopher Steele about a Trump conspiracy that you determined didn't exist. Well, I, as again, I'm not going to uh, discuss the issues with regard to uh, Mr. Steele. Uh, the, uh, and in terms of a portrayal of the conspiracies, uh, we returned two indictments in the uh, computer crimes arena, uh, one uh, GRU and another uh, act of measures in which we lay out in excruciating detail I uh, what occurred uh, in those two and I rather large with, conspiracies. I, I agree with respect to that. But why this is important is an application and three renewal applications were submitted by the United States government to spy or surveil on Trump campaign Carter Associate uh, or Carter Page, and on all four occasions, the United States government uh, submitted the Steele dossier as a central piece of evidence with respect to that. Now, the basic premise of the d dossier, as you know, was that there was a well-developed conspiracy of cooperation between the Trump campaign and the Russian government, but the special counsel investigation didn't establish any conspiracy, correct? Well, I, what I can tell you is that the, the events that you are characterizing here now is part of another matter that is being handled by the Department of Justice. But you did not establish any conspiracy, much less a well-developed one. Uh, again, I, I pass on uh, answering that question. The special counsel did not charge Carter Page with anything, correct? Special counsel did not. All right. Uh, my time has expired. I yield back. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we 
The Stitcher Smart Radio app, Potable, and more. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.